Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. Three years. Holy oh my goodness. Shit. Can it's you believe that? the longest relationship I've ever been in. Honestly. <laughs> it is, Laura. I'm proud of you. Aren't you? Way to stick with it. <laughs> Three years at Uncle Bob. I know. Ouch. I'm going to get crazy. Emotional. I can't believe it. We don't have party hats this year. Remember no, last year? Last year we did have party last hats. Last year you got tanked. I got ripped because you made me do. <laughs> what did you make me do? A Cinderella story. Oh, geez. You had to be drunk to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was pregnant. So, but, so I got ripped for you. Yeah, I drank you your did. share you and mine. double. Yeah. That was hilarious. I went back and listened to that episode. It was cute. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> We've come so far. We in have. This last year's come so far. <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> Still doing the bad accents that no one can place. That's right. Yeah. I think I promised to not do that as much this year. But, but you're doing it more. You know what? I'm doing it more and I'm, I'm just going to embrace it. And you're trying to like it. get me on board as well. No, no, I'm not trying. You're just naturally... <laughs> I'm trying to correct you and then I I cock it up even more. Uh, I love when you say cock it up. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think has changed in this last year? In the last year? Yeah, at Uncle Bob's. I mean, because wow, our personal lives, obviously October (laughs) is here. We have a new member. A force to be reckoned with. Oh, wow. She is too. (laughs) She's so funny. She's great. She's a little fire. What a personality, Uh man. Wow. Um, So that's different. I mean, that's definitely different. Obviously, um, we're in the new space. Yeah. Because we moved from Seattle back to Pittsburgh. We're back home. We're here. And we're enjoying it. We're enjoying it. Yeah. 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 We're settling in. Yeah. We're like learning to be rooted a little bit, which is different for us. new for us. Again, just going with the flow. We're embracing it. Yeah. October is happy. So yeah. Trying to chill and stay put for a second. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very what. Yeah, because when we landed here, I was like, I give it a year, and we're going to be on the you road did. again. We were right. all like counting down again, and we yeah. were like, you know what? Maybe Let's we should just stay stop put doing for a second. That. Let's yeah. try to just like I don't know, have a home, have a home you know, base. Somebody told me once a long, long time ago, yeah. and I t- this is like my mantra every okay. morning. Yeah, bloom where you're planted. <gasps> Okay, yeah. Laura, did I already yes. say this before? No, but it's very like IKEA wall art <laughs> quote. But like, I love it. I do. The stitch on the pillow. <laughs> yes. Bloom where you're planted. You know, sometimes you just have to, you know, go with the flow a little bit. Yeah. I think we need to loosen up yes. and not rush things so much. I'm yes. a rusher. Yeah. All of those Aries placements impatient. have me just like, yeah. Yeah, impatient. Yeah, we're going to sure. try to like let go of some of the chaos mm-hmm. and just. <laughs> Chill. Vibe. We're gonna chill. chill and vibe. Yeah, yeah, this is the chill year of Uncle Bob's. Yes. I like that. I think we've set more boundaries this year mm-hmm. at Uncle Bob's. Like we've been doing this, if you think, because before Uncle Bob's, we had Hedgewitch Pothcary. Right. So we've been like on the internet 
and in that kind of world for like six years. Yeah. And that's a long time to be in that yes. space. And that space has changed and so that much. Space has changed. And just and like ebbing and flowing with all of the changes happening there. And you've yeah. got to be quick and, and things trying, change so fast. Yeah. But like and, trying to stay true to ourselves too. Yes, and authentic. just like not, yeah, I don't know. I think we've put up more boundaries this year and mm-hmm. we have like a healthier relationship and we're working towards, you know, right. I don't know. Yeah. And I think we're trying to chill as chill, well. Like, you know, when we need, to take breaks you know uh i mean before we were so adamant we were in the chair you know that episode was posted the morning of and you know life has changed and so we have have like a new routine and Mm -hmm. yeah we're gonna we'll talk about this a little bit later because we are gonna take like a little bit of a summer break Mm -hmm. in a few weeks yeah Uh, and when we come back we're gonna try to have like a different schedule because october has changed things like you know what i mean we're Mm -hmm. built around her routine right and so we can't record on the same day sometimes when we think we can record we can't and we're just having to be fact check jay I know we're going to get him back, but yeah, yeah, we've had to be much more adaptable. Mm -hmm. I would say we've done a good job this year. I'm proud of us. We've definitely like it has tested. Do we still want this? Because it would have been really easy to give up. Like, you know, postpartum is a bitch and. Right. But we do. We still want it. We're still here. We are still here we're and we're still going. And yeah. this is my favorite time of the week when we get to sit down. I know because this is like the most time we get to spend yes. together, like uninterrupted and just yes. talk. And yes. I'm very grateful for it. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Am I going to cry? Oh no. Emotional bitch. Pack it up. <laughs> <I'm> just- <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I am grateful for it. Yeah. I know. It's funny because although we live together and people are like, how do you live together? We don't see each other that often. No, You know, we really don't. I work a full time job outside of the house. And, you know, most people don't know this, but I drive an hour and a half each way to work. Oh, my God. Yeah, you do. You've got a long commute. I have a long commute. And uh, so that makes my, you know, eight hour shift. You're gone a lot. Yeah, you're gone most of the day. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah. So we don't see each other. No. So this is our check in. This is our check in time. Times yeah. when we sit down and shoot the shit, yeah, and, with all you know, with friends. all of our friends, I yeah, know. I do love it, right? Yeah, I feel like that has um felt stronger to me this year. Yes, like you know, our listeners, Make, I feel yeah. connected to them, mm-hmm. and I just feel like we have a really cool community that's yeah. just very, I don't know, loving yeah. and accepting, and yeah, I do feel like the community is growing, yeah. and um, even though you know, like you said, you struggle with the DMs because we just get yeah. overloaded. Yeah. But I still feel like you're connecting. We're 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 finding ways to connect. We've put up some boundaries just for our own health and Mm -hmm. mental health. um, But we're we're still connecting. You know what I mean? Like we haven't lost sight of that. And it's it's a deeper connection. I feel like. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. And I like that. I agree. Yes. (laughs) I've even been trying to be more present. You, you have. Know? You've yeah. done a great job yeah. and people love it. I've got my own Instagram going. I try to post my planty pictures. You little and, cutie pie. You know, Look it's at like, her. That's difficult for me because it that's is. not my it's thing. It's very unlike you. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like we're mm-hmm. st- we're trying to stay true to ourselves yes. while still, you know, yeah. playing the game. Not playing the game, yeah. but you know what I mean. you got to put yourselves out there. Sure. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm proud of you. Very difficult for me. It is. Lore <laughs> is a closed shell. That you cannot pry open. That surprises people, I think, because you are so like maternal and loving and kind, but you are very like 
you're kind of private and um, yeah. you've got a lot of walls up. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I love when we take this time to check in. See, that's Life what I mean. I'm like, how you smacked me in the face so many times <laughs> that I've just clammed up. Yeah. Oh, Lord. No, but I know. I'm working you. on it. I'm working on that. You're doing great, sweetie. Thanks, man. Yeah. We're all proud of you. Thank you. We're rooting for you. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one thing that hasn't yeah. changed in three years. I'm still single. <laughs> Laura is still single. And you know what? We're going to talk about something in a minute that might not help. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because it wouldn't be Uncle Bob's without one of us being embarrassed. Of course. And it's my turn. I'm (laughs) up to the plate. It's your turn. I was like, don't you dare talk about this. Okay. Well, that's what I agreed. Is there some Jamesons in my cup? There isn't. There is no Jamesons in my coffee cup this morning. I agreed not to fucking talk about it. Okay. I said, look, we don't have to talk about it. I said, even though like, cause it's really hard cause we share everything with you guys. Like we're pretty damn open and you are like our friends. So like if something happens, I'm like, well, I have to tell them like, like, I can't hold this in in the three fucking years. This is Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. great that this happened Mm -hmm. at the three year mark. Yeah. We've talked about you and Jake shitting your pants, Jake dropping his phone in the toilet. I mean, and you know, and I've come out pretty much unscathed. Your hemorrhoids. I've come out pretty much unscathed. You have. I am. Until now. I am the butt of many of those jokes, but you know what? (laughs) Let's turn the spotlight over to you. So in the three fucking years that we've been doing this show, we have never caught something so fucking hilarious on camera. Like, we sat down to record It Was Your Witch Whisperer. Yes. For Beltane. Yeah, and I was like, I was feeling good. You know, I took the week off of work. I was like, I got my shit done early. We are going to sit down that night and record. And I was like, yes, bitch, this is going to be, we are ahead of the game. I literally, like, can barely talk about this without, And then we like, sit down. And then we sit down like, and ready I literally, to go. I do, if you watch on Patreon, you know, we do a three, mm-hmm. two, one right. to sing. Right. And I was audio. like, and I was like, right before we sat down, I was like, hmm, do I need to go upstairs and take a pee? Because I feel like I kind of have to pee. And then I was like, no, I'm being lazy. I'm going to sit down and I'm not going to pee well, because you, know you played yourself. I played my damn self. And me. <laughs> so, so I literally do a three, two, one. one. Okay. Yeah. So this is all on camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you want to say what happened? <laughs> I was feeling a little flatulent. <laughs> I had gas. I mean, jeez. It happens to everyone. Okay. But to get it caught on film. <laughs> so we both start laughing. And then. Yeah. So laughing. <laughs> so you said it was like a perfect toot. <laughs> it was a very like movie quality too you know what I mean like it was comical <laughs> and then we started laughing so fucking hard I literally pissed myself <laughs> I'm like so that's another thing that's changed in the three years that we've been here at Uncle Bob's I clearly need depends I've aged I gotta start wearing depends yes <laughs> so, my abs hurt so there you go because this is the second time if, we have talked about you pee if you <laughs> Yeah, every when I'm drunk. And I wasn't even drunk. That just goes to show oh I'm God, aging. Wait, this is the third time. Oh my because God. Because last year when you got sick, you coughed oh and then my you peed. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> my bladder has not recovered. No, so that's three years. One God for every dang year. <laughs> a pissing experience. But you left out a big portion yeah. in the middle of this. What's so that? in between the first two. <laughs> <laughs> and the peeing the pants <laughs> was the 
most string of farts I have ever between my laughs. Because we were laughing so hard. If you watch Parks and Rec, there's a scene where they scare Jerry and he has a fart attack. Okay. A heart attack, heart attack, right? <laughs> he literally, it, that is exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. But instead you peed your pants and we caught it on fucking camera. And Laura agreed that if we get like something ridiculous, like 20 new patrons, any level, any tier, she'll let us release the fucking video on Patreon because I need it on my phone. Like if I'm feeling sad, I have to watch it. What's the funniest? You know what? If you think shit like this is funny, you will fucking die. In my defense, yeah. we just got over being sick. And so I still have this cough. The cough, yeah. Right. And so we started, I tooted. We started, <laughs> we started laughing. I got a coughing jag. And then I pissed my pants. <laughs> needless to say, needless to say, it was a complete fuck up. And I was like, I'm not doing this now. <laughs> the Virgo trying to rationalize why she pissed her pants. She's was like, like I have to explain. I have to explain. Uh, yeah, we couldn't record after that because I said I'm not going to be able to fucking contain myself. We had to record the next morning. We were trying to get ahead, too. That's yeah. the bitch. Yeah. And it didn't work because you had a (laughs) fucking fart attack. (laughs) So after this news, yeah, when we reconvene next year for our four year anniversary, I will still be single. You will still be single and we will have another pee pants story. (laughs) Jake saved the video under a folder he has entitled pee pants because this is not the first. You know, all I can say is at least I haven't shit myself like the two of you. Yeah, I mean, I'll fucking take that. I'm fucking disgusting. Yeah, I think I've been pretty blunt about that. I don't give a fuck. That's why when you were like, oh my God, we can't tell them that. I was like, really? The moral of the story, kids, is take that extra two seconds to to go go pee. Pee? When your bladder is telling you you have to pee, just fucking pee. Or else you're going to be embarrassed. No, anything to save time because, you know, we're so. Laura, I cannot believe we fucking caught that entire thing on camera. (laughs) Please go check out our Patreon. This is a good fucking segue. Join if you want to see this video. Yes. Uh, Or go rate us. You know, if we get like, I don't know, 50 new ratings. Yeah. Five stars, please. Five Five stars stars only. And that pee pants story deserves five stars. (laughs) It really fucked 10 stars. I laid my ass out there, bear. I'm mortified. I'm completely mortified. As a Virgo, I feel like is Tosh.0 still a thing? Because I feel like we could become Tosh.0 famous. We could have made a vine vine out of that. (laughs) It does have vine energy. It really does. And that makes me so proud. It's like that one vine where the lawnmower (laughs) flies into the air. You can do that to my part. She just reverenced the vine. I'm so proud of you. You come so far. Oh, there we go. I do make her watch vine compilations yeah. sometimes because I miss vine always yeah. and forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god. Okay. Well, that's speaking where we of are. Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, go check it out. We have a lot of new patrons to thank. Let yes. me uh, pull up the list here. Wow, this is exciting. All right, we have three new patrons this week. Woo-hoo! 
We have wheels. We have Frances Fisher. Frances Fisher. I love that. Frances Fisher. Isn't that her name? And oh my gosh, Fucking Six is Feet it, Under. Is it the Fisher family from Six oh my Feet God. Under? We love you, Frances Fisher. There you go. And we have Chad from I'll Call You Right Back yes. podcast. Oh my gosh, go our check buddy him Chad. Out. Let's not gloss over the fact that Wheels is a really sick name. I love that. I have so many questions. I know. You know what comes to my mind? What? The what kind of wheels? In fucking hackers when he's on the skateboard. <laughs> And he's taking the hard drive back. <laughs> That's what I think of when I hear wheels. Wheels. Yeah. So nice. that is how you are in my mind. Okay. There Thank you go. Thank you for joining our Patreon. Yes. It's fun over there. We are going to, when we come back from our break, focus a lot more attention over there. Yes. Um, because it's fun. And it's yes. like a big, happy family we over there. We love our community them. over there. Uh, I so look forward to the lives that we have. I love getting to meet and see everybody and just too, and catch up with them. And getting to know everyone. Yeah. So for the $10 and up tiers, we do, you know, Zoom hangouts every mm-hmm. other month. We do trivia nights, fun yeah. stuff like that. And for the $25 a month, we are now doing two live episodes oh, for them yeah. a month. And the first one, or a not month, a month. A year. A year. Oh, my gosh. A month. Holy shit. Two a month. <laughs> are you going to get sick of me? Two a year. Yeah. And the first one's coming up in June. Yes. Oh, my that's gosh. Exciting. And they get to pick the topics that we mm-hmm. do, and we're going to do it over Zoom. Yes. It's going to be so fun. So yes. go check out Patreon. There's yeah. a lot of cool stuff over yeah. there. Yeah. And if you can't support on the Patreon and you don't want to give us a rating, go check out our merch store. Lord. I have to tell you. Yeah. The other day, like two days ago, yeah. I showed up at work. Okay. And my friend Michael was wearing an Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet beanie. Oh, my gosh. Stop. And he looked adorable. And. And it just melted my little heart oh because you know what? That's so nice. That's so sweet. We love to, to support us, it. and we love to see our merch out there. Thank and you, friends. Yes. Yeah, the beanies are pretty cool. Yeah, they are. The pretty, beanies are pretty, pretty nice. Cool. Go yeah. check it out. Everything is linked in our show notes. You yes. know the drill. Are you ready to fucking get into it? I'm so our ready. Three year anniversary episode. Here we is. Uh, Here we <laughs> is. <laughs> I just almost died. <laughs> Here, we just, Here we is. Here we is. TM to a Wiz Khalifa tune. <laughs> okay, stop it. Stop it right now. I love when she references things that are just so, like, not her. You know what I mean? Like, anything after the 90s, she has no idea what she's talking about, and it's fucking hilarious. All right, so we did let all Patreon tiers over yeah. there, they get voting power. That's right. And so we gave them two episode options mm-hmm. for our anniversary episode. Yep. And the one that won <laughs> is the one you're staring at. Life size. And mannequin, we there have a go. theme today. We do. Of course, I am doing life size. Yes. From the year 2000. Oh my goodness. Okay, so put yourself back there. That was fucking 23 years ago. Ooh. When I when that like dawned on me, because for some reason the year like 1999 was just like a second ago. Did it make you In weep? my mind. Yeah, I was like, well, that was 23 years I ago. I mean, a few more years and you'll need depends too. Okay, thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we should just buy in bulk. Okay, this is a fantasy comedy made for TV Disney film. Oh my goodness. Now you would think that that would mean you could find this on Disney Plus. It was not there. No. So color me surprised. Okay. Um, it originally aired as part of ABC's The Wonderful World of Disney Block. Maybe that's why mm-hmm. it's on, on Maybe. there. Here's your tagline. She was a perfect doll. Now she's the real thing. Okay. <laughs> she's the real deal. Absolutely. Uh, written by Stephanie Moore and Mark Rosman. Directed by Mark Rosman. And here's your cast. Okay. Okay. We have Lindsay Lohan. I just talked about her. The Lohan? We love Lindsay Lohan, wow. apparently. 
a lot of people did not know what I was talking about when I referenced her Mykonos Grease dance. Please just type it into YouTube. You'll see it. It's fucking hilarious. I love it. She's Casey Stewart. Okay. Uh, Jer Burns as Jer Ben Burns. Stewart. He's the dad. Okay. This is going to be really mean of me. But I don't like this fucking dude. <laughs> oh, really? Not him. The character. The character. The character in okay. this movie. And I'm just going to say. He's a tool. He looks like Leprechaun from the horror movie. Oh. So that's what I'm going to refer to him as. Warwick Davis. No, but like as oh, Leprechaun. As like the he looks like the demonic Leprechaun. <laughs> and he's like a little shit in this movie. I don't know what it is. He maybe, bothers maybe me. Maybe that's what they were going for, that look. Maybe it was. We have Tyra Banks as Eve. Tyra Banks. I loved Tyra Banks back in the day. You so sure love did. her. Um, sure I was did. obsessed with this movie. We'll get to that in yes. a minute. We have Anne Marie DeLuise as Drew. Mm. We have Garwin Sanford as Richie. And okay. I have seen this man before, and I was supposed to look up where. And you couldn't and I didn't. It uh, but go look him up because he has a familiar face to me. But okay. he was a skis in this movie. I did not uh. like it. So I was obsessed with this movie. Mm-hmm. You were. I can't remember how old I was. Yeah. Did you not have it in one of like the VHS clamshells? Oh my God, I had, yes. yes, I had a VHS yep. clamshell mm-hmm. and me and my cousin Ashley would just fucking watch this repeatedly. Yes. And Didn't they, they make a real doll? Yes, they made a real doll. There so. was merch. This there was, was a big was deal. Merch. This was a big fucking deal. I thought anyway, <laughs> maybe it was to just like me and my cousin because like it's, there's not a lot out there about it right yeah so i don't know but i thought it was popular it was popular to me in your own mind in my own mind are you ready for the rundown i'm ready okay we open with a commercial for a barbie-esque doll named eve it's not barbie but it's barbie Mm -hmm. to the tune of her theme song be a star shine bright shine final be shy (laughs) be a star I could explain why it wasn't popular. You More know what? popular. Go fuck yourself. It was a fucking bop, and I wish I it, I wish it was on Spotify. Well, I got some. Bops. Fucking, you know what? I wonder if it is on Spotify. I didn't check. I should go look. I wonder if someone remixed it because it's got potential. Okay, Eve, the doll, is all the rage. Okay, she's like the most popular toy. Okay, she talks to you. She has the coolest clothes. She's smart. She's from the sparkly town of Sunnyvale. Oh, not Sunnydale. And she's the perfect role model. Okay, mm. keep that in mind. Is we cut to young troubled Casey. Oh my God, this we can Zimbabwe. mash it up and she could be holding a Mr. Pointy. Okay, yeah, I love that. <laughs> Tyra Banks as the vampire slayer. That yeah. would be kind of fucking there sick. <laughs> okay, young troubled Casey. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, a middle schooler who has been acting out a bit since her mother's death two years oh ago. My okay, gosh. Disney, what the fuck? What when is I it? watch this, this movie is like low key kind of traumatizing. Oh my gosh. It's really fucking Man, sad. They're always killing off the parents they're in these Disney killing, movies. And now that I'm a mom, I'm like, how could you do that? <laughs> It's like, traumatizing. Do that. Holy shit. Uh, Casey doesn't have many friends. Okay. She's in, you know, she's in grief. She's withdrawn mm-hmm. and she's getting into arguments with her teammates. She plays football and she keeps calling the one other teammate Wienerhead. And I just, <laughs> she thinks it has a sting. It does not. Every time she said it, I like cringed a little bit. I'm like, Casey, get a better insult. Wienerhead. I'm pretty sure that's what she said. Unless I totally made that up. All right. Her dad, Ben, the leprechaun, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like Keebler elf. <laughs> One of the two. I don't know why I'm so mean in the this tree. man. <laughs> he is an avoidant workaholic who mm. is consistently disappointing Casey by not showing up. Yeah, I wonder why. Being distant, etc. Okay. <laughs> you know the drill. Oh my uh, gosh, I got your number. <laughs> yeah. He's also considering getting back into the dating pool with mm. his coworker Drew because now seems like the appropriate time. You know, I'm pretty sure the mom died like two years ago and I'm just going to say, what in the fuck? <laughs> Okay. And Casey is obviously in grief. Like maybe let's handle that. Yeah. Before you fucking date. 
Right. I'm, I don't know. I'm just saying. You're just putting okay. it out there. So Casey Tell is struggling. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> so Casey is struggling by herself. Thanks, Keebler mm. fucking elf. But she's trying to hold it together because it's her birthday. Oh, so it makes it worse. Is he's not, what, she's probably out on a date for her birthday. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I'm getting to oh, that. Oh, boy. However, her dad bailed on her football game yet again. Mm. So this is why she keeps calling everyone a wiener head. Okay. She's, she's letting the steam di- out. She's directing her anger yes. at the others instead of There's dad. There's a lot going on in this film. Mm. You always get these movies. I really do. You see the movies I was drawn to? Okay. It's okay, little Lee. It's okay. So instead of celebrating her birthday, okay, she is focused on her secret mission. Uh, What's her secret mission, you ask, Laura? Yeah, I'm wondering. Casey is trying to resurrect her mother. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) No biggie. And they say this, like, so casually. She's like, I've got to resurrect my mom. And we're all like, yeah, for sure. Oh, my gosh. So she's searching the web for some spells. Okay. I like this part. Her room is kind of sick. Like, I think she's a little bit of a witch. There's, like, a whimsical feel to her room a little bit. She's she's on the web. Okay. Clink, clink, clink. Looking for some spells. (laughs) Yes. Magic potions. leads her to a book of the dead uh-oh we've learned we've about talked those, about that which conveniently happens to be available at her local bookshop i'm just gonna go grab it she heads to the shop finds the occult section mm-hmm. and fucking steals the book because it's expensive <gasps> doesn't even pay for it doesn't oh, even pay geez. i think it's like 150 dollars. didn't granny give her any money 60, for her birthday <laughs> she leaves 60 in an iou mom i don't think this girl has many people in her corner uh, okay no. no one's giving her money i don't uh, know where she got the 60 <laughs> Okay. Odd jobs. So, selling wieners. I have to bring stop it. I have to bring this up. Okay, yeah. when she's on her way to the bookshop, her old friends that she's been distant from see uh, her and they cut to them talking and one of them says, Ever since her mom died, she's totally ignored us. Like get over it already. Oh, <laughs> Oh my God. And that segues into Lindsay Lohan uh, in Mean Girls. Exactly. (laughs) Like you see the pipeline. Like what the fuck? I was like, damn, that's fucking cold. Okay. Casey heads back home and starts getting the spell ready. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's preparing an altar. She's gathering her ingredients. She has her dead mother's hairbrush to use her hair in the Uh spell. Like she means fucking business. But this is all interrupted by a traditional birthday dinner with Papa. And his co-worker, Drew, who's Mm. sniffing around. She's interested Mm. in the Keebler elf. Mm. Very unrealistic, in my opinion. Drew brings Casey a gift for her birthday. And of course... She doesn't want it. It's the hottest doll around, Laura. That's the gift. Eve, who we saw at the beginning. Wow. Did she win win her over? Uh, No. (laughs) Casey does not like dolls. She's what you would call, quote unquote, tomboyish Uh, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, And she's like, why the fuck would I want a doll, bitch? Okay, she's not into Drew. Mm. She doesn't like it. Right. Uh, Casey gives Drew the world's biggest eye roll and heads back to her resurrection ritual. (laughs) She's like, I've got fucking bigger fish to fry, shit to do. And she throws Eve up on a dusty shelf. Mm. Things are just getting good and spooky with her spell. Okay. Okay. When suddenly there's a knock on the door. Uh Uh-oh. And it's Drew. Oh, damn. Long story short. Go away, Drew. This scene is fucking hilarious. It's like it makes no sense, the chain of events, but it's a fuck. Okay, long story short. Well-meaning Drew. Mm -hmm. Okay, she's just trying to like warm up to Casey. Ends up brushing Eve the doll's hair with the dead mother's hairbrush. Oh, crap. Thus unknowingly involving Eve the doll and Casey's spell. Into the resurrection ritual. (laughs) Oh, boy. Wow. (laughs) I see where this is going. That is the funniest thing. Like, whoever wrote this fucking A, 
plus. And I was just eating this shit up on Disney Channel. I was like, fucking yes. Okay, so after Drew takes a hint and gets the fuck out of the room, Lindsay right. Lohan is serving fucking attitude in this movie. She's like, Drew, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Casey finishes the spell. Okay, but instead of her mother coming back from the dead, uh-huh. we know what happened. Okay, Eve the doll now comes to life. She comes to life. Thank you, Drew. Wow. Thanks for getting involved, Drew. Okay. <laughs> the scenes of Eve figuring out that she's alive are obviously hilarious. You're okay. going to have to yeah. watch it. This is Tyra Banks. And I got to give does it a to great her. Job. She's pretty fucking hilarious yeah, she's in this not, movie. She's not bad at acting. She's a pretty good actress. Yeah. Um, obviously, like, beautiful, too. And Eve the doll has, like, the coolest clothes. Very early 2000s. So okay. these scenes are funny. Uh, but Casey is obviously pissed. Okay. Because she was trying yeah, to bring back her mom. Bring back mom. And instead, she got Eve the doll. Oh, crap. And so now her mission is to reverse the spell and turn Eve back into a doll using volume two of the book, oh, which is geez. currently occupied. So she has to wait a few days. Oh, you see. I see. Okay, but Eve is excited about this, that she yeah. gets to be human for a minute. For a few days. she likes being alive. Yeah. Okay, she gets a bunch of clothes at the mall. Yes, there is a montage. Of oh. course there is. Yes. She enjoys eating real food. Like she eats, <laughs> there's a scene where she just eats like uh, little squares of butter. Ew. Because she doesn't know, Lord, yeah. she's a doll. Yes, yes, you I get, get you, I get okay. you. And plus, guess who caught her eye? Papa Ben. Oh my because goodness. Because everyone, <laughs> Jake was like, this man's beating away the ladies with a stick. <laughs> I said, yeah. And fucking, and you're are, like, we, why? are we for fucking real? It looks like the Keebler elf. <laughs> I can't stand it. Okay, here's where I'm going to semi super speed round wrap up. Okay. okay. Eve gets a reality check and realizes that she has no idea what she's doing. She yep. doesn't know how to be alive because she's a fucking doll. Because she was a doll. Because she was a doll. Yeah. Uh, she also learns that she is no longer popular. Aww. She's too perfect. The doll is too oh. perfect. And people are over perfect dolls oh, in the year right? 2000. Wow. They just want someone to be real. Is that right? <laughs> That's what, what I, I don't someone, associate that with the 2000s. I me but either. I was like, really? Okay. I was like, you got a long way to go before you're getting smacked with fucking realness. All right. Regardless, the sparks are really flying between Eve and Papa Ben. Okay. Wow. So much so that Ben decides to bring her to his work party. Ben decides to teach her how to bake cookies in the treehouse. In the <laughs> with fudge inside. <laughs> Hey, those are pretty good. I can use <laughs> fun straight. Right? <laughs> and they're shaped like Keebler Elves. Dad. Okay, I'm being such a bitch to this guy. I'm so sorry. This is so mean. Okay. At the work party. This mm. is like the best scene, arguably, and it goes on for far too long. Eve blesses everyone. <laughs> she blesses everyone. With an impromptu performance of her theme song be a star oh no and it is and they played the, the whole thing you see it's it goes on for like 10 minutes oh no fucking hilarious was everybody like what the shit yeah but by was the drew end. there was she like what <laughs> drew the fuck was there <laughs> she's fucking <laughs> jelly as hell okay so it's one of those things where like at first you know this girl's outgoing nature is off-putting but then right. everyone's like oh my god she's so wild and free and yeah and she has like all the old fuckers dancing by the end of the night it's one of those She's real. She's authentic. She's real. Yeah, exactly. And she's a fucking doll. Right. You get it. Okay. So this all makes Casey angry. Yes. Okay. Because again, her mom just died like a quick sec ago. Right. And yes, it also makes poor Drew jealous Mm. at first. Okay. So eventually Casey softens up to Eve 
a pretty classic storyline, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. And teaches her that life isn't all sunshine and roses. <laughs> you can't be happy all the time like you are in Sunnyvale. Okay. Right. It's also sad and painful. My mom fucking died, bitch. <laughs> like shit. She's not trying to be, right. you know, okay. And Eve gets a taste of all of this pain, okay? Because she becomes super sad and homesick uh, and realizes that she is supposed to be back in her doll world. Yeah. Fucking shit up. She needs Driving to make her herself doll popular again. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The sad montage. First of all, randomly, Eve gets bangs. <laughs> and it's straight across bangs. And it's for this scene when she's like walking past like doll shops, like looking real sad because she wants to be a doll again. <laughs> What the fuck? Oh Hilarious. Okay. Papa Ben also has a light bulb moment uh. finally and realizes that, hey, I'm a dick. I'm a dick bag. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You should probably stop focusing on work. I think mm-hmm. he's like a lawyer or something. Mm-hmm. Who fucking cares? Yeah. And instead, maybe I should pay attention to my grieving daughter who is yeah. in pain. And maybe Drew's not so bad. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Oh. Eve tracks down volume two of uh-huh. the book behind uh-huh. everyone's back. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, it's one of those Steals they discover too. it, probably. <laughs> and, you know, they discover her trying to become yeah. a doll again. And there's a tearful and quite honestly heartbreaking goodbye because oh, poor man. Lindsay Lohan is going through it. She just lost her mom and now Eve is going away. And just when she started to really love oh Eve, my gosh. you know, fucking hell. Damn it. Eve reverses the spell and she goes back into Sunnyvale. She turns back into a doll. Wow. And yes, the doll has the bangs. <laughs> you were wondering. It's a new look. It's a new look. It's the retro doll. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, More popular so now, than ever. Casey is healing. Okay. And yes. she starts talking to her fucking asshole friends again. Uh, so she goes back to talking to these girls. And mm-hmm. one of them is like, I have so much to catch you up on. And I was thinking, yeah, like yeah. how I was just fucking talking shit on you. Yeah. Two fucking seconds and where ago. where were you for the last two years when I needed a friend? Well, they Jeez. wanted her to just fucking get over it. Well. Like get over it already. Ooh, I would have pushed her to the ground. <laughs> I would have tossed you over a cliff like in Mac and me. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking goodbye. All right. Well, Papa Ben finally gives Drew the time of day. Oh, wow. And Drew keeps saying something about a fucking vegetarian restaurant. I don't know if Ben is a vegetarian. She's like, do you want to go to the vegetarian restaurant? I'm like, Drew, stop fucking give it up. For this? For this guy. Oh my gosh, for the Keebler elf? Meanwhile, back in Sunnyvale, Eve gave herself an early 2000s makeover. So now she's super popular again. There you go. We finish with another round of Be A Star. Oh, shit. This time with everyone, everyone from the film. Drew, she's in there. She's dancing to the choreographed number, which I really want you to do. Really? Yeah. Do you think you would do it for like a TikTok or something? No, No, I really think you should. I don't want to. Me and my cousin used to rewind this specific part. Eve's great. No matter where she goes, (laughs) dress her up. Oh, on the no. town oh the my goodness she randomly has i think like, you should do it you do it no no yeah no no one wants that everyone <laughs> wants to see you all right so what the fuck is my lesson because Jeepers. this movie is goofy right, right? okay right. it's just one of those fun ones yeah. but i mean there was some magic in there was she was say, like Lindsay lohan freaking was fucking getting into it necromancy and mm-hmm. uh, rituals you do have to remember this is like when all of those witchy movies mm-hmm. were coming out in the yeah. ni- late 90s right, right, right. so this was like I don't know. An homage. A little nod. I mean, it was like popular at the Mm, time, kind of. Okay, so I want to talk about dolls in magic. Ooh. It was a doll. I was like, I could have taught us all about Barbie, but I don't know why I would do that. So let's talk about dolls in magic. Okay, general dolls. Let's start off easy. What is a doll? An inanimate object. (laughs) (laughs) 
blanket dolls for 50. Oh my God. Wow. Oh, Inanimate. So <laughs> that should just be a sound bite. I don't know where it's going, but that, that could also be a vine. <laughs> You're giving me vine today for sure. Okay. A doll is a toy for children that is molded in human or animal form. Mm -hmm. Okay. They are possibly one of the oldest toys with archaeological finds dating as far back as 3000 BC. Wow. And they're inanimate. Yes, Laura. (laughs) Yes, they are. Not in this film. Not in this film, but yes. Uh, But some scholars argue that dolls were used for religious or magical purposes long before they were used as toys. The puppets. We're going to get there, Laura. Yes. You know where I'm going. Okay. So when were dolls first used in magic? Mm -hmm. Short answer, we have no fucking clue. At least I couldn't find it. There didn't seem to be one exact date listed. Mm -hmm. And this is likely because the oldest examples of dolls didn't survive the passage of time because they were made of materials it didn't last isn't that crazy to think about like yeah there's just no way to know oh yeah that's crazy as we've discovered here at uncle bob's magical origins tend to point to the same places so you know where we're going (laughs) (laughs) i mean we're going to ancient greece or getting together in ancient greece (laughs) magical dolls were called Kolosoy. I did not oh, look up how to wow. pronounce that. Okay. And I'm sure that was a swing and a miss. My apologies. I, I applaud your moxie. Thank you. Uh, but apparently they were a big deal. Mm. Okay. They were used for ritual bondings, transformation, restraining ghosts and deities, love, protection, and cursing. Yikes. Wow. Hey, that covers it the whole game. Yeah. Uh, the philosopher Plato once mentioned that dolls were displayed at points where three roads met. So like maybe, I guess, a crossroads. Mm. On doors and on graves. I, I'm oh. going to guess for protection. Wow. Interesting. That's cool, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, when being used to curse someone, dolls were often inscribed with the name of the victim for an extra punch. Oh. Uh, and Laura, I, I got this just for you. They Did were you? also used for erotic attraction. Wow. Oh, wow. And how do we know that? Because they were twisted in some wild erotic positions. What? Some love magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So get yourself one of them. Finding it the Beltane fire. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, on theme. All right, now let's move on to our other favorite place, ancient Egypt. Okay. Okay. Egyptol- Egyptopolis. Egypt- <laughs> Egyptopolis. <laughs> ancient Egyptians would create wax figures shaped to resemble their enemies and bury them in a grave so that their enemies would suffer at the hands of Osiris in the Yikes. afterlife. That's wow. what I'm fucking talking about. That's, I mean, you, you really do me had wrong. A I'm fucking coming after you in the afterlife <laughs> as well. You're not getting away from me. Uh, during the rule of Ramses III, his enemies crafted wax dolls in the shape of the pharaoh in an attempt to cause his death. Yeah. So you kind of yeah. see, yes. see where it's going. Yeah. yeah. So these are all examples of sympathetic magic mm-hmm. or magic where an object, effigy, poppet, or fetish is connected sympathetically to a particular person through ritual magic. Mm. So that could be a whole nother. Yeah, we're going to have to yeah. dive into that. I, yeah. I think this is one of the first times I came across that. And I was Interesting. like, oh, okay. okay. So nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, <laughs> where's that accent from? Like the yodeling the deep kid. South. Nowadays. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> one of the most common ways that dolls are used in magic is in the form of a poppet lore. Oh, a poppet. A poppet. A poppet. Uh, 
here is how Scott Cunningham. Oh, I love him. We know him. We love him. Defined a poppet in his book, Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs, which yes. I believe you can find on our Amazon storefront. Yes. Uh, this is what he says. Direct quote. This is known as a voodoo doll that he's talking about. Mm. Poppet. Although it has been in magical use at least 4,000 years and was only lately associated with voodoo. Uh. Though they have been made out of roots, potatoes, lead tubers <laughs> in Idaho or a sweet. What did you just say? A tuber, a potato. <laughs> Is that like a nickname for potato that I've no, never tubers. heard? tubers. A tuber. Okay. <laughs> Bark. Paper and other materials. In magical herbalism, poppets are usually fashioned of cloth and herbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poppet is a doll made to represent the person to be aided through magic. Poppins are most often made to speed healing and are also fashioned to draw money, love, and all the various magical needs. Mm. When I had my herbal booth at the Renaissance Festival, I made herbal poppets. Yeah, yeah, you made like little tiny. I wouldn't call them like a full on poppet. Didn't look like a person. It was more like the corn husk doll, but in use, I used like old um, handkerchiefs and stuff. Handkerchiefs. (laughs) Are you 90? The chief of the hanker. <laughs> I used a hanker chief. You know, they're so pretty okay. embroidered and shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. I digress. Uh, for best results, you are not supposed to construct a poppet representing another person. Correct. Only yourself. Yeah. And that's straight from Scott Cunningham. Okay. Scott, you tell it. So now this is a good time to drop an important piece of information. Okay. A lot of people use the generic term voodoo doll Mm -hmm. to describe poppets or magical dolls in general when they often have nothing to do with Afro-Caribbean or Haitian magic. So this is obviously inaccurate. Mm -hmm. Okay. As we've mentioned before, voodoo dolls have been portrayed very negatively in pop culture. Yes. As have many of these magical practices. So be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, these practices are dynamic, culturally significant, and most often closed. Yes. Okay, so there is a vast amount of information available, but again, we're not really the right people right. to be educating you on that topic, but be aware of that. Mm-hmm. So when you're hearing voodoo doll, yeah, it might have yeah. nothing to even do with voodoo. Correct. But that's dolls and magic. I love that. I love that. And I, I love that you tackled this because I do think like um, when you're looking into this topic, yeah. people think it's negative or it's dark magic or, yeah, you know, but it, it, it has been portrayed very, very yes, badly, which very is badly. why we've, you know, kind yes. of, we don't want to like ever accidentally. Right. And I like how you brought up that they're used for healing and love oh, and, yeah, you know, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. So just like pretty much everything anything in you know magic and Mm -hmm. anything in the world in my opinion you can use it for good and you can use it for bad right but yeah poppets i think can be like it can be a really beautiful thing Mm -hmm. i like the protection aspect that is very yeah i'm interested in that that. uh yeah i really like that i thought that was a cool lesson to get from life size i'm always like how did we get here I, I'm like, and what? I love that. I think that's like the funnest part. I do too. I yeah. mean, I think that's like why we do what we do. Like, right. what can I find out of life size? You yes. know what I mean? With Tyra Banks just fucking yeah. doing her thing. Oh my gosh. You can dive deeper into this topic when you cover Chucky. <laughs> oh my God. I've never seen that. I've never I've seen never that movie. Seen What's that? it called? Child's Play. Yeah. And yeah. I think that they might be one of the ones that is voodoo involved in that. I, I don't, don't know. know. I've never even I've never seen, seen, seen it. it. Um, yeah, I don't know why it's just like I never can't, struck I can't my... handle it because that kid looks like Danny Bonaducci and I can't. <laughs> I just can't. Oh my God, it does. <laughs> he does look like Danny Bonaducci. 
Oh no. That's what really if he It'll never be scary. It'll never be scary. I don't know. Danny Bona did she was Danny scared and she coming at me. Oh, that's hilarious. All right. Well, that's dolls and magic. I had a lot of fun with that. We could definitely dive deeper. Like I said, that'll be fun. I love it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wouldn't be an anniversary episode without a little belch. There you go. Would you like some fun and random facts about this movie? I would love it. So some of these are just my thoughts on the movie because there were not a lot of fun facts Mm -hmm. to be found. Okay. So I feel like this movie should have been an adult rom-com instead of a kid's movie. Like watching it as an adult, I'm like, they focused a lot on like Keebler Elf and Eve and their relationship. Yeah. So it felt like, Mm. I don't know. It just felt a little adult. Okay. (laughs) You know, I don't care. Maybe they were, you know, they were trying to appeal to both. I think. Yeah. But like, if you think, I mean, I guess it was on ABC, so I don't Mm. know if maybe that gave them a little more, but it was also a rather devastating movie. Like Lindsay Lohan was crying her ass off in this film. I mean, it was rough. No wonder she went off the rails with all of the roles that she's had. I was going to say, like, that's a lot. Like, <laughs> these are. Heavy I mean, she topics. was like it for the for a minute. Like, she was cranking out the movies. She like, was. She's coming back now. Yeah. I love to see it because yeah. I do really like her. Um, some stuff, you know, I did say this was the year 2000. Does not pass the vibe check, in my mm. opinion. There's a classic makeover scene where they act like this one coworker of Ben's is like super ugly, mm-hmm. and Eve gives her a makeover, and then she uh, gets a boyfriend. Of course. I I hate that. It's like Breakfast Clubish. Exactly. Like this. I fucking hate that storyline. Like I'm glad we seem to have left that in the dust. But that makes an appearance here. Ali Sheedy, let's brighten you up. I know. I'm like Ali Sheedy's fucking gorgeous. It's like, what are you talking about? Okay. There is a scene when they're at the mall where Eve goes to get on an escalator and she doesn't know how. And it's uh-huh. the elf scene. Same. Same. Lord oh, does really? not know how to ride an escalator. That kid is sitting on the damn escalator again. Well, you know what's funny? What? I, sidebar. Yeah. Like when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, you have these like um, urban legends that go through. So one of the ones yeah. when I was a kid and I was little, like maybe seven, eight, was that some uh, got a kid got stuck in I the know. elevator and, and child. And so I still, to this day, I know. I'm very cognizant of That's stepping onto an so elevator. That's why it's so funny in mall rats because yeah. it, it is like a common, I feel like everyone was like, this kid at, the, at our mall, our local yeah, mall got right. sucked into this. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Yeah. But I do, like this movie came first yeah, and it is almost like she puts her leg up just like like elf. Will Ferrell does oh, an elf and this came first. So Ooh. life size was definitely an inspiration. Okay. Uh, the soundtrack is very small. It has about 20 <laughs> renditions of the same of song. Be a star. Oh my God. Because gosh. we all need to hear it. But it also has a few tunes by Bewitched. Do you mm. remember them? Yeah, you just uh, took a. I just a found picture. a CD of one dollar. It was one dollar. Overpriced, I'd say. Lord, <laughs> bite your fucking tongue. Be which was the fucking shit. If like the kind of friends that I have surrounded myself with in uh-huh. the last, you know, uh-huh. thirty years, uh, <laughs> um, if I am drunk. With girls or uh-huh. gays, uh-huh. Bewitched will be played. Like it is just on the playlist. You're gonna fucking you hear it. it. Oh it's so gosh. good. It's good. It's good. I may Some have been bumping. listening to it while this I was morning. doing my lessons. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, all right, fun facts. Lindsay Lohan's real life siblings were extras during uh. one of the football game scenes. Nice, Cute. nice. Uh, like with most Disney films, you can find a hidden Mickey mm. in Eve's doll commercial. So nice. have fun trying to spot that. Uh, last but not least, there was a sequel released in 2018 with Tyra Banks reprising her iconic role. Wow. I have not seen it. It was a flop. I think it might have been a flop. Clinker. 
<laughs> Clinker City. I will cover it. Don't you, don't you worry. No, please don't. We'll come back. We'll come back. Uh, I do want to point out two one-liners from this movie because they were pretty hilarious. hilarious. But remember, okay, so the first one is at one point fucking Eve says to the dad, do you know I'm anatomically correct? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, damn, that's bold for a fucking kid's movie. And it's like Tyra Banks. Again, gorgeous. And then fucking Keebler Elf is like drooling. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) But he didn't know she was a doll, right? No. (laughs) So he's probably like, wow, that's odd. He thought she was like down to fuck. (laughs) That's what I mean. It's like (laughs) roll, roll, roll in the head. The funniest line that was not supposed to be funny. At one point, Casey catches those two kissing. Uh Uh-oh. And she's crying. She's like, how could you do that to mom? She just died. (laughs) She's crying. And Eve goes, Casey, your eyes, they're wet. (laughs) Because she doesn't know what tears are. Oh, my gosh. I almost, like, peed my pants. I'm going to say that to you every time you cry. (laughs) Your eyes, they're wet. (laughs) Um, And that's all I have for life size. Hilarious. Thank you very much. Wow. That was good. Right? Yeah. It was fun. You know, for that uh, movie. Um, some might say that this movie is a cinematic piece of crap. I do not think so. I think this movie You're is like, fun. I'm not there. It is definitely an early 2000s time capsule. Mm. If you are interested in that time period. Yes. And you want to know what the, the vibe was, go <laughs> watch go that movie. Check it out. They got it pretty good. It's fun. It's a fun one. I love it. All right. I'm excited for yours. I know. I'm up. You're up. I'm excited because we have a lot of similarities going on here. We have a theme. We do have a theme. I am doing Mannequin. (gasps) Yes. We said if we were ever going to do it, we were going to do these together. Right. 1987. So talk about a time capsule. Talk about going back. Talking about some nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, the music, the clothes, the scenery. I mean, if you're looking to go back in time. Was it cool for you? Like, is that cool? I mean, it is very cool because, you know, um, we're going to talk about it, but Andrew McCarthy is in this. And I mean, back, back in the 80s, you didn't. You know, he was in everything. Weekend at Bernie's, right. you know, St. Elmo's Fire. I was going to say, how could we forget? I mean, he was in so many great movies. Pretty so in pink. Pretty in pink, less yes. than zero. Ugh. I mean, so many. Come on, Andrew McCarthy. There we you go. You. We do. All right. So directed by Michael Gottlieb. Okay. Written by Michael Gottlieb and Edward Rugoff. Okay. Rugoff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> rug off. Take your rug off. <laughs> There's one point. There's one point in the movie where they use a topper to put out a flambe. Inspired by this man. Inspired. Um, Considered a modern retelling of the Pygmalion myth. Oh, okay. Here we go. All right. So this movie received an Academy Award nom. Okay. For best song. No shit. Featuring Starships. Nothing's going to stop us now. Oh, oh my God. So if you don't know, Starship is a continuation of the disbanded Jefferson Jefferson Starship, uh, which also featured founding members, including Grace Slick and her iconic voice. Airplane. Yes. Uh, So their 1985 album, Knee Deep in the Hoopla, talk about taking me back, uh, went platinum. Okay. And featured We Built This City, which is the hate. worst song ever. I hate that song. We built this city on rock and roll. 
Oh wait, does it kind of wait? Is it kind of the good? worst? <laughs> You're like, is it kind of good? I just went kind of. I'm rethinking a little bit there. Hold on. Uh, the second album, Protection, in 1987, featured the number one hit. Nothing's gonna stop us. Okay, yeah. From this film, great. There you go. The budget was 7.9 mil. Well, took in 42.7 at the box office. Okay, so not a clinker. Not a clinker. But the critical reception of the film has pretty much been negative. Yeah. Citing a ludicrous plot with overly <laughs> mushy tones. Oh. Uh, the, that did not stop the film from garnering a large cult following. Yeah. Following under that brat pack umbrella, mm-hmm. you know? Sorry, I just took a big swig big of my gulp. coffee. <laughs> gulp. Um, yes, I do love a Brad Pack film. Yes. We've been over yes, this. Yes, there you go. So, however, the follow-up film, Mannequin 2. Oh, my God, there was a sequel. On the move. <laughs> was a huge oh one. So we, we get can to cover do this. We can cover them together. Hey, mannequin 2. Oh, no. <laughs> so here is your cast. Give it to As me. I said, Andrew McCarthy Yay. is Jonathan Switcher. The one and only. Yes. Kim Cattrall as Emmy. Okay. Estelle Getty. From the Golden Girls. Oh, okay. As Claire Timpkin. Okay. Mr. James Spader. <laughs> we <laughs> love James the way as what? Is Mr. Richards. We love James we Spader. We do. That's like, I feel like that's a hot take. I feel like people don't like James Spader. Really? Yeah. I love him. I mean, he plays an asshole very well. He does. Yeah. He really, really does. Yeah. Um, G.W. Bailey is Captain Felix Maxwell. Okay. Um, and he was an iconic character in, if you're from my time period, mm-hmm. Police Academy was huge. Oh, okay. And he played like a very iconic character in that. And I really? feel like they just took him and Locked put him, him in, in this movie for, you know. Clickbait. For, yes. <laughs> yeah. Because he played the exact same character, really. Oh, boy. Um, Meshach Taylor as Hollywood Montrose. Okay. And Carol Davis as Roxy Shield. All right. All right. So here's your plot. Give it to me. All right. The movie starts out a really long time ago Uh, in Egypt. No shit. Before lunch. Of course it did. Yeah. (laughs) A young gal named Emmy is hiding in a pyramid to escape an arranged marriage. Okay. She only wants to marry for true love, Mm -hmm. not money. Right. And she asks the gods to help her find a way out of this. We all of a sudden hear some thunder and Emmy vanishes into thin air. (gasps) Poof. Yes. Cut to a very cool cartoony opening sequence. Oh, I love a good opening sequence. I know, sequence. and it kind of sounded like the bangles, but I don't think Ooh. it was. But it was like that, like bopping, yeah. like the bangles. <laughs> yeah. Bopping. <laughs> bopping like the bangles. Uh, um, yeah. So, and it kind of, the cartoon depicts Emmy moving throughout history. Oh, okay. okay. So, very cool. Oh, that's neat. So, we land in present day Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Hey, Philly. And by modern day, I mean 1987, of course. Right, right. Um, Really cool shots of the city. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice to see. Uh, Jonathan Switcher is an artist. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and he just happens to work in a mannequin warehouse. Okay, wait. (laughs) Is this Andrew McCarthy? Yes. As an artist. Yes. Ooh, I like that. He's an artist, right? Uh, He's just about to finish up a female mannequin. Also anatomically correct. Okay, stop. (laughs) I'm also low-key creeped out a little bit by the mannequin thing. I mean, well, you you will get more creeped out oh, because no. he's in full conversation with her, no. you know, and he is just sure that he has created a masterpiece here. Oh, no. As he dances and serenades her with the sweet, sweet jam of the Temptations, my girl. Oh, I love it. His boss is not happy with Jonathan. Well, yeah, you know, it is a little creepy, John. Claiming that he should really be building three or four mannequins a day, not a month. Oh, because, yikes. You know, yeah, because he's an artist. Right. Um, he's a sculptor. Okay. All right. Jonathan is promptly fired 
And in the next few scenes, we come upon Jonathan working like several different jobs. Oh no. Like making balloons for kids' birthday parties, <laughs> trimming hedges, which he sculpts into animals. So it's very okay. Edward Scissorhands yes, there. Eddie. Uh, and finally creating artistic pizzas. Jonathan, hey, you know what? We've all been there. If you're right. an artist, right. I feel like I can relate to that of just like trying to find anything with even like <laughs> the slightest slight bit of creativity. Yes, yes. 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 Um, and he is subsequently fired from oh, each no. job because yeah. he takes too long. Right, right. He's too passionate. Yes. His girlfriend, Roxy, works for the fancy schmancy department store known as Illustra. I, can you, you say know, that one more time? Illustra. <laughs> okay. You know, they've got like like a perfume. some mirrors on the ceilings and right. shit. Yeah. When Jonathan picks her up on his motorcycle Hell and yeah. can't afford to take her out to dinner because oh. he has lost yet another job. Right. Uh, she promptly dumps him. Oh. And catches a cab. She's like, peace you out, You can't dude. pay for your own fucking French peace fries? Out. Get off my motorcycle. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Leaving Jonathan and his motorcycle alone. Uh, yes. It begins to. Is there a montage? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> begins to pour down rain. Yeah, absolutely. And he has to walk his bike home oh. through the puddles wait but andrew mccarthy in the rain right i'm liking what i'm, I'm here i'm there okay um he comes across his masterpiece mannequin as he's walking in Why? the window of the department store called prince and company okay and he like, tells her mm-mm. he tells her i don't like where it's going <laughs> she is the first thing he has created in a really long time that makes him feel like an artist okay well first of all now i'm devastated <laughs> Because I, okay, I thought it was going to go creepy, but that's actually just kind of sad. It is very creepy. Kind of like throughout the movie, it's kind of like, at one point he does call his mother and he's like, you know. Am I okay? Am I okay? Yeah. Uh, The next morning he probably, no, no, you're not. The next morning he promptly heads to Prince and Company Mm -hmm. to get himself a job so he can be with the mannequin, right? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Outside the store, they're hanging this honking sign to celebrate the store's 100 year anniversary. Okay. Yay. When he runs into owner Claire Timpkin. Hey, Claire. She explains to Jonathan that the store was started by her grandfather. Okay. And with her dad's recent passing, she is now in line to run the store. Okay. I mean, she herself is like 70. She's up. Got right, it. Right, right, right. Oh, um, she's 70. <laughs> she's like, oh, I thought she's this was older. like a love interest. Oh. <laughs> no, she's the guy. She's the girl from Golden Girls. So. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the most hilarious and terrible special effects scene. Oh, no. So as they're hanging the sign and she's talking to Jonathan, the sign falls. Okay. You know? Yeah. And he, he saves her by pushing her out of the way and ends up being caught on the sign and it's swinging back and forth with him on it. And it's like, you can so tell the special effects are so bad. Oh no. He's like getting his butt zapped by live wires. It is so Andrew McCarthy's butt. (laughs) Sparks are flying. Literally. (laughs) Of course, after that heroic feat, Claire promptly offers Jonathan a job. Yes. And she confides in him that business is not great. Okay. She has her work cut out for her in her new role, right? Yeah, yeah. She's got to save her grandpa's company. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, find the emotion. Yes. Cut to swarmy employee, Mr. Richards. Great. Which is... Oh, James Spader. No. Just James Spader. No. He has this greasy comb over. Ew. Why? And really bad glasses. And if you are a fan of James Spader, like he's handsome. his movements, though, oh, are, I know. are like I very know. just James Spader. That's all you he's, can say. Yeah, he's one of a kind. Like the way he smokes a cigarette, the way he moves. It's just. Like, uh, yeah. So it's James Spader, him, yeah. but it's so great. Um, so, yeah, he is on the phone to someone okay. named BJ. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Explaining that everything is going according to their plan. Okay. So Mr. Richards is secretly being paid by the head of Illustra. Okay. Yes, the other department store, okay. right? They're trying to sabotage. It's a war. It's okay. a war. Yeah. They're trying to sabotage Prince and Company so he can buy it. Oh, for God's sake. Usurp okay. it. Make another Illustra. <laughs> right? TM. He says, yeah. it's like a ghost ship in here, you know, and it's not going to be long before Claire fails and the store goes down. Ouch. Okay. Yeah. Their plot is working. Okay. All right. Jonathan gets to work as the new stock boy. Stock boy. But quickly makes his way to finding his mannequin. Mm -hmm. He runs into flamboyant, out and proud, snazzy dressing, window dresser, Hollywood Montrose. Okay. And the two quickly bond and become BFFs. Love that. Right? Uh, Night security commander, Felix Maxwell from the police academy. Felix. Has been given the task of keeping an eye on Jonathan per Mr. Richards. So we see like a lot of cat and mouse chases. Yeah. So it's just like typical 80s. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Felix has his dog, which is named Rambo. Okay. And he calls him Rambo because he likes to draw first blood. Okay, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> uh, as Jonathan is working on a window display, uh-huh. the mannequin comes to life. Just with, like that? With the spirit of Emmy, the gal from Egypt. Well, Why? Well, because the gods put her there. So she sends so Andrew she, McCarthy's musk. Right. Well, and she was. She tells Jonathan that she has existed for centuries as a muse. Oh, she just comes right out with it. Yeah, oh, she's as a, a muse. muse. Oh, I didn't see yes. that coming. Often inhabiting the work of artists that she admires. Yes. Okay, but, in, ouch. but in all of this time, she has never found what she has been seeking, which is true love. Okay, wait. Do we see Am where I this is heading? Cheese? Yeah. Oh, yeah. the cheese is hot. The cheese is hot. It is cheese. But I'm liking the cheese. <laughs> she tells Jonathan that the gods allow her to come to life with him because she chose him to be she her muse. Um, unobserved, but otherwise, like if anybody walks in on them, whatever, you can't see her completely. Oh, she's, she's a mannequin, mannequin again. She's oh. a mannequin, so nobody oh, can oh, see oh. her alive but Jonathan. Oh no! So John, there's a this lot of looking good. So there's you. a lot of awkward, right, you know, things right. happening when she's alive, and then somebody walks in and, and it looks questionable. Awkward. Got it. Got you it. See what I'm saying? Yes, I do. <laughs> All right, so Emmy inspires Jonathan and helps him to create fantastic windows, yes. which draw large crowds the following ah, day. Helping the biz. Yes. Okay. Customers begin to make their way to Prince and Company. Yes. The nights are spent with ridiculous dress up montages. Oh, oh my gosh, they are role playing. To we, some 80s we jams. Love a we've got like, though. you know, the rock and roller, okay. and uh, we've One got the gangster, and that. Uh, it's okay. hilarious. Oh, right? boy. Yep. <laughs> we love a montage. I mean, they have the department store at their disposal. So, you know, they can dress it's up and do all kinds. And in the morning, poof, a gorgeous window display appears, and they are very cool. Are like, they? they're very cool. Yeah. I do love those. Like, yeah. that is an art. Yeah. And he has them like moving, and, you know, yeah. they're animatronic. Oh, it's very cool. Very cool. So, over the next few weeks jonathan and emmy fall head over heels in love sparks are flying the, uh, the store is abuzz with new customers okay and of course mr richards and deputy felix are trying felix. <laughs> are trying to thwart them at every turn right right yeah um impressed by his work claire promotes him to vp of the store makes sense oh, right shit. okay yeah <laughs> jonathan decides to take emmy for a night out on the town to celebrate well how are you gonna do that well i mean she's alive and as long as they're driving and no one sees them. But then when people see them, she's like a so, mannequin. So is it quite literally like she's alive? She's a mannequin. She's yes, alive. Oh, exactly. my God. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. So they're riding through the streets of Philly and people are like, hmm, that's a little strange. He's right? driving with the mannequin. With the mannequin, like right. hugging him. Oh, no. <laughs> Richards and Felix have come to the conclusion that Jonathan's cheese has done slid off of his cracker. Right. And he has a very unhealthy fixation with this mannequin. Oh, no. Okay. So speed round wrap up. Yes. Claire fires Richards and Felix. Because they're incompetent. Uh, And so they head over to Camp Illustra, which where they they were actually working for anyway. And they decide to steal all of the mannequins from from Prince and Company. Stop it. To try to get Jonathan over on their team to create beautiful window displays over there. Because they see that he really likes them. Because he really likes the mannequin. (laughs) But they're not sure which mannequin it is. Oh, fuck. So So they they take take all all of the mannequins and take them over to Illustra. And, you know, they're trying to coerce him right, right, right. into coming over to Illustra, but he's not, you know, he's, he's not, not biting. biting. Meanwhile, ex-girlfriend Roxy. Okay. Oh, yeah. I forgot she's, about her. I mean, she's kind of jealous okay. that he has this fixation with the mannequin. Hey, Rox. <laughs> Get it together, girl. <laughs> you just she's left wearing, me in the desk. You should see her hair doing this and the huge shoulder pads. Hilarious. Is it taking the outfits, you back? Oh, Is man, it taking, taking me back? back? Taking me back. <laughs> when I was dancing at the VIP lounge there in Greensburg. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, so she gets a little jelly. Okay. And while they're all arguing, she gathers up all the mannequins and she's taking them to the chopper. Who the fuck has this <laughs> She's like, you know, let me gather all these mannequins. She like tosses them in a bin and she like takes them to the trash compactor. Okay, rude. And she puts them up on the conveyor belt. First and they're of like, all, if you really love this man, that is his artwork. <laughs> she you. doesn't love him. I know, but Laura, that was my point. That's kind of like, that was the point. <laughs> anyway, when Jonathan realizes that she's taking the mannequins, he's in hot pursuit. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then, of course, everybody else is in hot pursuit of him. But okay. Montrose, Hollywood Montrose comes to the rescue with a big fire hose and he like Love that. squirts down everybody. He's the hero. <laughs> he's the hero. Right? Yeah. Uh, Jonathan risks his life. To save Emmy mm. from the trash compactor. Okay, I love that. The gods shine down upon her and give Emmy permanent life. I knew that was coming. Did you know it was coming? <laughs> she did not go back to the land of dolls. Oh, man. Uh, so she could be with Jonathan, and he promises to love her forever. Because you know what? She's right here in his heart. She got him. She got him. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. You got me. You the got bad, me. The bad guys are thwarted. <laughs> and Jonathan and Emmy get married in a store window with Claire as okay. maid of honor the- <laughs> and Hollywood as the best man. I have to feel like I'm at home. Put me in the store window. <laughs> and the crowd of people outside are all... <laughs> I mean, it's so cheesy. The '80s music. The, oh you're my god, the costumes! I heard the you. <laughs> yeah, pretty high. I mean, you're getting up there. You know what, Robin Gibb? Look the fuck out in your grave. <laughs> Step aside, Robin. Okay. There you go. You know what? Cheesy, but it sounds kind of cute. Yeah, I mean, it's bad. Yeah, it's right. really no bad. Doubt. Did it stand the test of time? Probably no. not. Uh, but just, uh, you know, the nostalgic aspect yeah. of like the 80s music, the clothes. Andrew McCarthy Andrew is so McCarthy. good and so charming. He is. He is. Um, so here is a couple fun facts. Okay. All right. The department store used for Prince and Company uh-huh. was the actual department store named John Wanamaker's in Philly. Okay. Which is now Macy's. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Uh, filming locations, the rival store Illustra, Illustra was filmed in Camp Hill, Pennsylvania at okay. Boscov's. Bo- oh my God. Boscov's. Remember Boscov's? I don't even think that, I don't think they're still in business, are they? What was the name? Which like, is a real Boscov's. department store, Boscov's. Um, 
Other scenes were filmed in the formal gardens behind Hotel Hershey. So I don't know if people know that Hershey, the candy, is made here in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it is. Go to Hershey Park. It's fun. Yeah. Jake has never been. Oh, my gosh. We got to go. I said we have to go. You got to get on that Rhine. Rhine. Word. I can't speak. I've yeah, not had like enough coffee. For a ride. It's too early. Is it in a chocolate Through river? the chocolate factory. Or did I make that up? That's it's Willy not, Wonka. I know. Do I just imagine they, that I'm on a chocolate river? Well, they do take you on that ride through the chocolate factory. And, and you it see smells how, like chocolate. Oh, my God. It smells like chocolate. You can yeah. see how chocolate is made. It's pretty cool. This is not... And this is not now, but you know, right? I remember talking about a good uh, chocolate chip pancake at Hershey. (laughs) Yeah, there you go at the Hershey Hotel. I stayed there once. Yeah. The only time I liked a chocolate chip pancake because we already talked about I like blueberries in my pancakes. Thank you. All right. Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Spent six weeks posing for a sculptor who, who captured her likeness, okay. creating six mannequins, each with a different expression. That is kind of fun, though. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. And one of those mannequins used in the film was later restored oh by boy. the shop called South Fellini. Okay. And is currently on display at their store located in the Fashion District in Center City, Philadelphia. Wait, South Fellini. I Do I follow them? On, I might follow them on Instagram. Do you really? I think I know of that brand. Yeah. I think. So there you go. Oh, fun. You can see one of the OG mannequins. Oh my gosh. If you go, please take a picture. Yeah, that would be cool, right? Oh yeah. So at one point in the movie, Jonathan is playing this large pipe organ because he's like the Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> when they're role playing in the montage, the dress up oh, montage. Hey, he's, he's like Phantom of the people, Opera. Some people find organs sexy. There you go. Yeah. But it's a, an actual organ in the John Wanamaker <laughs> building in Philly and is the largest operational pipe organ in the world. That's fascinating. We, yeah. we got to go see it. We got to go see it. Yeah. All right. So originally the character of Jonathan was supposed to be a lonely older storekeeper. No. Dudley Moore. Who's that? Oh my gosh. Arthur? Oh my God, Dudley Moore. I love him. Arthur, Arthur? Bitterman? Like that? Bitterman, Arthur? yes. Oh, okay. Once more around the park, Bitterman. <laughs> yeah. okay. So Dudley Moore was, you know, going to play the I role. I don't think that would have worked. Uh, yeah, maybe not. that would have been really added a, a creepy, creepy factor. <laughs> creepy factor. <laughs> I'm lonely. Turn it up, <laughs> turn it up a notch. I'm going to be investing in a mannequin now. <laughs> I come home and I see that Laura has a store panel. A blow up doll. Ew, Laura! Fucking hell, we are way too comfortable with each other. Oh my gosh. But when Andrew McCarthy signed on, he became a young artist. Yes. Yes. He w- <laughs> Andrew McCarthy's power was well, just, you know. That's the thing. So he was not even um, a star at the time. Oh, really? But they did test scenes like with several actors and showed them to like an audience. And he had the most appeal with the gals. I told you. So he won the role. He's so cute. And this is one of the rare occasions in Hollywood where the leading lady is older than the leading man. Oh, Kim okay. Cattrall was 30 at the time and Andrew was 24. Not 30 years not old. Not 30. <laughs> She's ancient. Oh, put her out for pasture. <laughs> What's she doing here? <laughs> this is one of three movies starring Andrew McCarthy and James Spader. I was going to say, is there a little yes, romance going I on between the two is. of them? So 1986 is Pretty in Pink. 
1987's Less Than Zero, which yes. I mentioned a couple weeks ago. James Spader was um, in that? And McCarthy. Oh, my gosh. In Less Than Zero. Oh, my God. He's the douchebag drug dealer. He, it, God, is, yes. he does play an he asshole. He always plays so an good. asshole. Um, he, so And then Andrew McCarthy would later go on to direct Spader in several episodes of The Blacklist. So... I have heard that that's a very good show. Yeah, I know a lot I of people too. that like that. Um, yeah. James Spader in The Office is my favorite character. Oh my and gosh. And people really don't yes. like his character, but I he do. is so fucking funny. Robert California yes, says his name. He yes. is so hilarious. I cannot. <laughs> he steals the show. I'm sorry. I love James Spader. Oh my gosh. Apparently, Andrew McCarthy wore bowling shoes throughout the entire movie. First of all, you just really came in with that. Second of all, why? Was it like a fashion choice? I don't know. I guess maybe on his part, he thought it was a you fashion know, why choice. Why do I vaguely remember a period of time in the early 2000s when like shoes that looked like bowling shoes were popular? We're in. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. So, you know, I think what? I maybe had a pair. I think they were, I think they were maroon and beige. I think I did too. I liked them. They were comfy. Girl. All right. Okay. <laughs> Fashion, fashion choices that did not stand the test of time. I probably still have them. No, I don't. You probably stepped in dog shit and I had to throw them away. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Last but not least, there have been many yays and nays on the character of Hollywood. Okay. Uh, many critics cited the character portrayal as offensive. Oh, okay. uh, some of the verbiage does not stand the test of time, as I said. Stereotypical. Right. Yeah. Uh, but many have hailed it as a provocative and progressive portrayal for Hollywood as an unashamed gay character okay. who is the friend of the main character and manages to be the hero in the finale. Okay, yeah, we so, love to see it. There you I go. I think it can be both. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what is my lesson today? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Is it dolls? <laughs> you is it also, dolls? Is you, it mannequins? <laughs> it's mannequins. Yeah. Um, no, actually, I was intrigued by the Pygmalion mythology because Ooh. I personally know of the story Pygmalion through George not. Bernard Shaw. Yeah, it keeps coming up though. And I thought, oh, well, that's where this came from. But Are no, you I was completely wrong. Oh boy. Completely wrong. Apparently, one of the most well-known stories in our favorite Greek mythology. Oh my. And I had no idea. Here we are. How could Uh, you slip up like this on Greek mythology? It begins with the legendary figure of Cyprus known as Pygmalion. Okay. He was a king and a sculptor. Yes. Uh, For what seems to be political stance, he decides to be celibate. Okay. And he takes all of his energy and he puts it into his artwork and being a great sculptor. Okay. Okay. Fun. Eventually, he creates a sculpture of a woman Mm -hmm. who he names Galatea. Okay, Galatea, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Tomato, there tomato. You go. Who in his eyes, he found so perfect. She was his masterpiece. Aww. And of course, he fell in love with her. Okay. Right. <laughs> Took a turn. Uh, it is a little creepy. Pygmalion brings his sculptor many gifts. His sculpture. Many mm-hmm. gifts. Creates a beautiful bed for her. Dresses her in fine clothing. Okay, and great. adorns her with necklaces and rings on every finger. Right. And he also kisses and fondles Galatea. Lord, don't ever say fondles again. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little weird. I've talked to you about this. <laughs> so as the festival of Aphrodite approaches, Pygmalion attended laying down his gifts at the altar of Aphrodite. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, too terrified to admit that he was in love with his sculpture. Right. He instead wished for a woman he could make his wife who would be the living likeness of his beautiful ivory sculpture. Okay, I get it. Upon his arrival at home, uh-huh. he sets about kissing his statue. 
Okay, got it. Back yeah. to the fondling. Yes. Yep. And to his surprise, her lips were no longer cold. Uh, okay. But warm to the touch. Oh, okay. When he kissed her again, he found that she was no longer rigid and hard. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Stop with your word choices. That's fucked up. Aphrodite had granted Pygmalion's okay. wish and changed his sculpture into a real woman. Right. Whom Pygmalion then marries. Okay. Yes. This one's like, it's one of those weird ones. Like it is. It's, it's kind of like cute, and it's kind of not. Right, right. But it has been reinterpreted right. throughout the centuries in like many variations, right. like novels, plays, short stories, poems, music. Um, it's the final scene in Shakespeare's uh, The Winter's Tale when okay. the statue of Queen Hermione comes to life. Okay. And of course, I mentioned George Bernard Shaw. Right. Uh, his 1913 play entitled Pygmalion, which I thought was the origin Lord, story right how silly of you i know so dumb um he considered it's like considered a modern spin oh, on the greek oh, tale okay where a poor flower girl named eliza doolittle is metaphorically brought to life by professor henry higgins to refine her and elevate her to the upper uh, class okay i yeah. see so that play in turn inspired a 1938 and a 1964 film of 64 film adaptation <laughs> you got it there you go uh, but the most well known of shaw's plays comes in the form of the 1956 musical called my fair lady Oh, shit. Which yes. became okay. a film in 1964 starring Audrey Hepburn right. and Rex Harrison, oh, which I absolutely interesting. love. Okay. And yes. then, like, didn't this come up when we did She's All That? Yeah. So Pinocchio also considered a reinvention oh. of Pygmalion. And at one point, he says, if we get married and have a son, would we name him Pinocchio? Okay. So, so Andrew McCarthy was yes, in on the joke. Uh, because the puppet comes to life as a real right. boy, right? Uh, She's All That, Life Size, by yeah. Centennial Man. Pretty Woman, Weird Science, uh, oh, all of okay. these. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we even have 2007's Lars and the Real Girl, starring Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I've heard good things about that. Yeah, so he purchases a doll and treats her as if she is a real person yeah. in order to reconnect with the world at large. Aww. The doll never actually comes to life, but right. because he believes she is real, it's under he's this like umbrella. able to reconnect with the community, eventually not needing the crutch of the doll, okay. but it's considered like a the reversal Pygmalion. of the oh. Pygmalion myth. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And finally, of course, our pick today of Mannequin. Uh, duh. Yeah. So that's like the skinny on Pygmalion. I was shocked. I did not know this was Greek oh, mythology. I had no idea. And it's saying it's like the most well-known of all the I've Greek mythology of, stories. Like, Pygmalion. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, but I had no yeah. idea. No, again, I thought George Bernard Shaw, I, you know. Hey, you were one step ahead of me. You were one step ahead of me. That was fun. I liked yeah, that because it, it does, like, yeah. it, do, it did keep it popping up. It weaves into so many of the pop culture movies that we love and talk about here at Uncle Bob's. But again, yeah. like, if you really dive deep, it is a little... I mean, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, but I like all the different interpretations. Like Pretty Woman, I love I that. Do, She's I do all like that. Love that. Yeah, you know? I think that that's very creative. And I love My Fair Lady. I love the soundtrack. I mean, like the score, everything. It's, it's never it's been gorgeous. my thing. No. But yeah, I do like that they're taking like an mm -hmm. old myth and yeah. they're you yeah, can just recreating. go so many places with it. Yeah, yeah, that's very fun. Very cool. Thanks, Laura. Yeah. So oh that's what gosh. I got. Our so we took two anniversary. kind of clinker movies. 
And we Which spun I them loved. into gold. Hey, spun them into gold. I don't think mine's a clinker. No, and I yours didn't sound too bad. No, 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 no. We've had worse. Oh, for goodness sakes! Yeah, uh, go watch it. This is fun. It's fun, like a nostalgic trip. I was gonna say both of these just sound like if you just want to have a little bit of fun. Yeah, go check them out. Go check them out. Love that. Uh, you did mention a muse too, and I want to yes. because we need to talk about muses. Yeah. Well, I uh, you know I think dogma is on my docket, <gasps> and maybe I'll you know Selma Hayek was the using there Ooh, maybe i'll bring it up then that is a good That's one a good we'll one. sneak peek All okay right. thanks for hanging out with us yes. for, some of you have been here for three years yes oh thank you gosh. so much for we hanging with so us much. Yeah. thank you for the support all the support and love that we get it does not go unnoticed no, we it appreciate really it not. so much yeah um and it keeps us going it does keep us going yeah, yeah. thank you yes. we love all of you we love you all what a fun time it's been we yes. have no intention of stopping so more fun will be had yes all right well we'll take a picture i want both of us in it okay cool and you know what maybe we could somehow get like jake in here as well yeah uh, because it's three years for all of us yes uh, go find that on instagram all right i love it all right and we'll catch you next time all right catch you on the flippity flop ttfn cut print check the gate moving on